0: Today with Clare Byrne on RTE Radio 1, sponsored by Cash and Carry Kitchens. At the heart of Irish homes for over 40 years, cashandcarrykitchens.ie Email todaycb at rte.ie Now let's travel over the sea because the British Labour Party has overturned two big Tory majorities in a double by-election blow to the Prime Minister Rishi Sunak. Keir Starmer's party took seats in Wellingborough and Kingswood reflecting his party's commanding lead over the Conservatives in opinion polls with a general election looming. John Rentoul is Chief Political Commentator with the London Independent and joins us on the line. Good morning, John. Hi there. So we had the news yesterday that the UK has officially entered into recession and now this result overnight. It's not a good week for the Conservatives.
1: <laughs> it's, a bad, it's a bad week. I mean, neither of those should have come as a surprise to anybody, but um, the, the, the GDP figures just reinforce people's sense that they, uh, that they feel worse off uh, and, the, and the by-elections, even though they were expected. Uh, just uh, reinforce the the perception that the Conservatives are extremely unpopular, and uh, the voters can't wait to turn them out at the general mm-hmm. election.
0: Probably not uh, unexpected, though. Uh, although I did hear the result in Wellingborough being described as as spectacular for Labour. Can you take us through what happened in well, in both by elections? Yeah.
1: It was it was a spectacular result. I mean, it was the it was the second best uh, swing that Labour's ever. Achieved from the Conservatives in the by-election, uh, but I, I think that's exaggerated by the fact that the Conservative Association put up um, the the former the, the disgraced former MP's girlfriend as the candidate. So um, uh, there were special circumstances there. The Kingswood mm. by-election was a much much more straightforward contest. Straightforward Conservative Labour marginal, uh, respectable swing to Labour, sixteen percent. Is um, a solid but not spectacular result, but certainly pointing towards a Labour a Labour majority at the next general election.
0: And the other really interesting uh, point to emerge was the performance of Reform UK, and they came in third. So what does that indicate?
1: Well, they got thirteen uh, percent of the vote in uh, Wellingborough and ten percent in in Kingswood. Both those seats voted uh, to leave in the uh, twenty sixteen referendum. Uh, so they should have been good good hunting grounds. Um, it confirms that, that reform is actually uh, more popular than it used to be. I mean, there's a lot of speculation that its uh, opinion poll rating wouldn't be reflected in real votes. Uh, and it is. Uh, I mean, obviously, they won't get anything like that share of the vote in the general election if things are as they stand. Um, but they they can they can certainly take a significant chunk out of the Tory vote at the general election. Mm-hmm.
0: And there has been some talk about Nigel Farage perhaps coming back to head up Reform UK. Do you think those results might tempt him?
1: No, I think that's the significance of them. They're not good enough to tempt him back. Um, but I'm not sure if he'd be tempted back anyway, because I think there's a I think there's a fundamental problem with Reform's strategy, which is that everybody knows that it by standing at the general election It's only helping the the labor party which is not really what Nigel Farage wants to do and that's why Nigel Farage stood down half his candidates at the last election because he didn't want to uh, get in the way of of Boris Johnson winning mm-hmm. um so i think i think he's got a fundamental problem with the with the reform party's uh, approach to politics because uh, it all really depends on them obtaining proportional representation, which you can't you can't do before an election. And
0: and that's what the Conservatives have been saying: a vote for reform is is essentially a vote for Labour because it's it's so damaging for the Conservative Party. But for the Lib Dems, this is a bit of a disaster, isn't it? If you have reform well, now here, third in line.
1: Well, no, not really. I mean, these you know the Lib, Lib Dem, the Lib Dem and Labour voters seem to be canny enough to. Recognise which of their parties is the challenger to the Tories, uh, and to switch uh, tactically. Uh, and these two by-elections were clearly Labour targets, and so the Lib Dem the Lib Dem vote was squeezed. Um, what was interesting on 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 that side of politics, opposite to to reform, is that the Green vote in the Kingswood by-election was actually went actually went up, um, which suggests that you know there may Labour may have a little bit of a problem
0: mm-hmm. on
1: its left flank.
0: Yeah, because it was um, speculated over over the last week that Labour had a, a bigger problem on the horizon. There was, uh, in recent times, that pledge to to drop his twenty eight billion a year spending on on green investment. Then yeah. this issue around the suspension of their candidate in the Rochdale by election. That was a, a real mess because Keir Starmer said he wouldn't. Then he turned around and he did <laughs> suspend yeah. him. Um, it wasn't a great week for Keir Starmer, so he'll be very relieved with these results.
1: Very much so, and and with the economic figures yesterday, uh, I think that takes takes a lot of the, the the pressure off. I mean, I think I think the significant. I mean, I think public opinion has moved to, to such an extent in this country that uh, you know the mood is very much to turf turf the Tories out. Um, but I think Keir Starmer's problems this week did suggest that he might have difficulties in government because. Um, you know, in government, you can't you can't uh, get away from uh, the sort of scrutiny of 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 the media uh, so much, and you have to. And decisions just come at you so thick and fast. And uh, he, he shed showed a bit of an unsure touch this week.
0: So so what he he has been portrayed, or rather, he he just looks as though he's a, a ditherer
1: yeah, and or or at least or or worse, actually, he makes the wrong decision and then stubbornly sticks to it and and then comes under pressure and and gives in um in a way which just ma- manages to make everything worse. I mean, uh, all all that in perspective doesn't doesn't really matter this week because, as I say, you know, public opinion is very much um uh, you know, ag- against the Tories at the moment, mm-hmm. but I think it will be a problem in government.
0: There's no appetite to get rid of Rishi Sunak from the conservative side.
1: And uh, no, there's only two uh, Conservative MPs who've gone public saying he should go. But I mean, they they, you, they won't even say who they who he should be replaced by. And you can't replace somebody with nobody.
0: Mm-hmm. So it, it, are we to read into that, that things are so bad for the Tories that they don't even <laughs> feel like there's any point in changing leader?
1: Well, well no, I think it's, it, things are so bad for the Tories, but there, there's nothing to stop them making things even worse by trying to change leader. Mm-hmm. Um, because um, you know, I think they, the the one lesson they learned in twenty twenty two was you know, it, it's changing leader might seem like a like a sensible option, but the actual process of doing it causes so much damage to the party's reputation, especially if they come up with the wrong answer first and then have to correct it, uh, as they did. Yeah, um, I think you know they you know the MPs can't guarantee who the who the party members would would go for um it would all be a terrible
0: mess yeah and they just don't have enough time to do it now do they
1: oh well no i don't agree with that i mean i think i think if there was a a clean and 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 correct option if there was someone who was clearly much more popular yeah but that's uh, the problem sort
0: of, yeah. <laughs> they, they don't have any <laughs> options they don't there's no there's no. nobody really
1: Exactly. No, I mean I think Rishi Sunak is is is, is as good as they've got. Actually, mm-hmm. I mean I think in other in other circumstances he would have been a a good and successful prime minister. But. Uh he comes at the end of a, of a long period in government when uh, when the party's been all over the place.
0: The polling's really interesting around him because his personal polling was decent enough until he became leader of the Conservatives yeah. and, um, and Prime Minister. And then his poll figures started to drop to come down to meet where the Tory <laughs> party was. So really, he has yeah. been tainted by the party.
1: Yeah the opposite was supposed to happen which is that by by installing him as prime minister he was supposed to be pulling the party up to to his level but uh, that didn't uh, that didn't turn out very well for the mm. conservatives Is that
0: normally what happens? I think <laughs> Well,
1: there there aren't there aren't enough cases to be to, to be sure what what, what normally happens mm-hmm. i think i think the problem is that in government you take you take decisions which tend to uh, tend to upset people um, and his problem really is the circumstances in which he found himself and then and then he compounded that by making promises about how things were going to become better last year you know he made five promises and only one of them was was kept. And I can't even remember which one that was. It, was. it was halving inflation. That's right. He managed, you know, which was which had not much to do with him. Uh, but he managed to achieve that one. But all the rest uh, ran away from him. And the NHS waiting lists and the economy and everything else got worse.
0: John, thank you very much. John uh, Rental their Chief Political Commentator with the London Independent on what's been happening with those by-elections overnight and what it might signal for the future. Coming up next, using world-famous masterpieces to make a protest is not a new thing. We're going to find out more from an art historian. Text 51551 Today with Claire Byrne on RTE Radio 1.